Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. We just had the most awesome start to SmackDown this week because we got this video recapping the Raw Rumble. And honestly, it made me feel all warm and fuzzy in my tum-tum. I mean, I know WWE always says, oh, welcome to weekly episodic week-to-week television. I can totally screw that up. But it is like that. I mean, right now I'm watching The Last of Us on HBO. And I'm just like, man, keep giving me this week-to-week storytelling and look at my arms go nuts. But then cut to Kayla Braxton, who was waiting for the bloodline. So forever they were late. So somebody should be finding them. <laughs> Very handedly, the bloodline turned up. She tried to ask Roman Reigns about Jey Uso, which is a really bad idea, because he was all like, grumble, 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 I'm in a bad mood. But Paul Heyman addressed it, and he was like, we don't want to talk about Jey Uso right now, but maybe we'll talk about it later. So honestly, all of this couldn't have lasted more than a couple of minutes, but it just set the scene, and it got me so damn excited. I know, Simon, you're too positive when it comes to wrestling. Not really. Just means I'm enjoying the show a hell of a lot more and I'm having a good time. I'm giving it enough. It actually got kind of worse for the bloodline given the circumstances because our first match was the finals of the SmackDown Tag Team Title Tournament. And whoever wins this is going to face the Usos. But are the Usos even together anymore? I mean, yes, but it's fun to ask the question. It was also Braun Strowman and Ricochet taking on Imperium. And kind of amazingly, Braun and Ricky won. Now, don't forget, they are not deserving of this at all. Because they just walked into it last week and were like, yeah, somebody's fallen out, so we want our opportunity. And they got it. And of course, it started when we got Raw and Braun Strowman came through <laughs> for ages. He was just beating the crap out of everyone. I mean, Ludwig Kaiser and Gennaro Vinci were being bumped around the place. There was also a lot of catching, because again, Strowman is a monster, so that's what he does. And given that Gunther was at ringside, he was basically discussing distraction all the time. And at one point, he got into it with Braun. And at one point, he got into it with Ricochet. And when he pushed Rick, the ref saw it. So he was like, hey, Gunther, come here. you got to go to the back. And oddly, he just listened to him and he did. What a nice man. There's also a great near fall after a blame buster cut as the old Vinci, but he only got a two. And honestly, I would have bought that because I was convinced Imperium was going to win. And if you're interested how they did slow down Braun Strowman, they did that classic tactic. He charged at them, they got out of the way, and he went flying into Tina the Turnbuckle. It all led to the big hot tag, and once again, Braun just got in there and went, rah, because he loved screaming so much. But he hit the monster bomb when Ricochet climbed on his shoulders and hit a swanton onto Ludwig Kaiser, and they got the three. I've been thinking about that all morning. That's not a normal thing to do. The ropes were right there. This does make sense, though, because the Usos are definitely going to be pitched as heels. I have my own fantasy booking ideas about Jay, and we'll get to it later. I just thought it was an entertaining way to kick off SmackDown, and now we do have a match for Montreal. When we were told it's actually happening next week, what the hell do I know? But my word, that's more intriguing. Is Jay even even going to show up? Up. We had a chat with Charlotte Flair after this, and she was all like, I definitely will beat Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania. 
because I'm strange, I shout at my TV, you better not. She also said she had to focus on fighting Sonya Deville later because they are going to have a title match. So weird to me. Like, I never believed Sonya had a chance anyway, but now we already know the WrestleMania match. We'd have a higher chance of me appearing in the next segment of this show wearing a glorious hat than Charlotte losing the belt tonight. What do you know? You never know what's going to happen in wrestling. Speaking of the granddaddy of them all, too, we then got another match locked and loaded. Now, this was absolutely hilarious, too, because it started with the New Day and Rey Mysterio just checking out some NASCAR racing. When the Judgment Day arrived, and of course it meant Dominic was looking at his father and Farmer was looking at his boy. Now I'm sure they all wanted to fight, but given the circumstances, they couldn't. And it basically ended with the Mysterios join, <laughs> joining in with the NASCAR race to see who was going to win. This was flubbing hilarious. Daddy Ray did win with, of course, the condom being all like, well, if Rhea Ripley was here, I wouldn't have lost. I've said it once, I've said it twice, and I've said it 7,722 times. Dominic Mysterio is one of the best things about WWE. And when we do get to WrestleMania, and we do do father versus son, I want the son to win. That's right, I said it. My hat almost came off. Not even my hat could believe it. It just would serve him so damn well. Also, this was absolutely goofy wrestling for life. Up. And then, yep, Charlotte beat Sonya Deville. Of course she did. So I am going to throw it down in there, just given what we did talk about earlier, and the fact that Stevie Wonder could have seen this coming. I mean, I don't think Sonya Deville has won a singles match on TV since 2020. Which also brings up a whole load of other questions. Deville's plan, too, was to grab Charlotte's hair and slam her to the mat, so I felt pretty good about myself, because nobody can do that to me. As is always the way, though, because she was a bad guy and she was going to lose, after she had got her offense in, the Queen started to fight back. The real issue were the near falls, because I couldn't buy any of them, even when we saw the most devastating move in all a sports entertainment surprise roll-up. Essentially, Charlotte eventually got the figure out, and Sonya had to tap out. Now I stare off into the distance, because I have no idea where this is going to go. I will say, though, if you take the context out of it, it was fun. At least the SmackDown Women's Championship did get defended kind of around the Raw Rumble. Like I say, it was a fine eight minutes match. There was nothing to get mad about until you remember the story. So up. We got this video package reminding us that Cody Rhodes had won the Raw Rumble, which was very well timed because we were then in the back with the bloodline. Because Roman was about to burst as he was asking everyone, well, have you seen Jey Uso? Have you seen Jey Uso? Why has nobody seen Jey Uso? And when it became quite clear that this was the case, he was like, well, what are we going to do? You have a tag team match next week. Despite Jey vanishing, Jimmy was still like, look, I'm sure he'll be here. You know what he's like. He just needs to calm down a bit. When Reigns totally lost his shit, man. He went crazy and basically shouted, you better find him now. Otherwise, he was probably going to decapitate him. This obviously develops later, so we'll get into the upping and downing later. But I tell you, these segments are absolute gold. I have seen worse things. Now, for some reason, the Viking Raiders beat the Brawling Brutes. I mean, Michael Cole's all like, oh, man, Butch and Rich Holland are doing this for Sheamus, their buddy. Like, well, why didn't Sheamus just sort his own problems out? He's lazy. However, they did absolutely go to town on each other. I mean, some of these shots. And this is becoming a theme with the WWE Tag Team Division. And I'm just going to tell you, long may it continue, it's damn good. Tolan was also throwing people around to begin with, which was also kind of badass. Because while Ridge is a big man, he's not as big as the Viking Raiders. So when he was just like, ha and he was launching them through the sky, I started to think, oh man, this Ridge Holland, I better keep an eye on him. Butch also got in there, he was busting out Hurricane Rathness when he went up in the air and Ivar caught him and then they just booted him right in the face. 
was like, I don't think he's getting up from it. I also think we're meant to think that the Viking Raiders get their power from Sarah Logan or Valhalla, because throughout all this, they kept looking at her. She'd be like, whoa, spooky wooky, and all of a sudden, they would get more momentum. Now, you can't get mad at this. Some people are like, I don't like it, it's ridiculous. This is what we were doing with The Undertaker and his flipping urn, and that was basically just a gold pot. It did work, though, because when the Raiders finally found their feet, they looked at Valhalla again, she went, whoa, do it. They hit Ragnarok, and yeah, they pinned the Brawling Brutes for the three. I mean, this was kind of easy peasy. Thankfully, McIntyre and Sheamus then remembered what they should be doing, and they ran out to start a brawl. We can do this match probably next week or at some point, maybe even at the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view premium live event if you are so inclined. I'm just really enjoying how we're utilizing everybody on the roster at the moment. Everyone feels like they have their place. Giving it up. Then I cried with laughter. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started before we go any further though this show is sponsored by better help now we all carry around different stresses they can be Big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. I'm an idiot. We saw some highlights from the pitch black match when we cut to this room that Bray Wyatt was sitting in and he was rocking in his rocking chair because he enjoys to do that. But this is when Uncle Howdy just barged in and he looked at Bray Wyatt and Bray Wyatt looked at him. That was the entire segment. Now, as we know, in professional wrestling, when you do stare at each other, it means serious stuff is coming down the line. And I can't lie, I am enjoying how patient we are being with this storyline. There's somebody marching here right now. I said, Simon, I'm going to take your hat unless you could explain this to me. I would just have to take it off and give it to this crazed person. I have absolutely no clue. We then got this match to determine who is going into the Elimination Chamber match to figure out who is going to become the number one contender for Bianca Belair's title. Natalia versus Shotzi versus Shayna Baszler versus Zelina Vega. 
91. Now I was a little bit upset that Baszler didn't get the victory here, although there have been some rumours this week about her WrestleMania plans, and they got me excited in my tum-tum, but also, this makes all the sense in the world. Where is Natalia from Canada? Where is the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view premium live event in Canada, in Montreal? Why wouldn't you do it? Also, she's an experienced hand. She can keep things together. And we also had a little bit of a story here too, because of course Shayna Baszler and Natalia don't like each other, because Natty had her nose broken by Shayna. So do you know what Baszler did here? As soon as she could, she took her knee and she smashed her right in the face. I think she's a fan of your sniffing device. Otherwise, though, it did look like she had the match won when she put Zelina Vega in the Kirafuda clutch, but Natty came in there. She threw a discus lariat. And basically, after some other shenanigans, Zelina Vega found herself in the sharpshooter. She tapped out. Or clapped, apparently. So, yeah, as I already mentioned, Natalia is now heading to the Elimination Chamber. Should be fine. And then we got to the proper stuff with the bloodline, and I'm totally obsessed. Solo Sokoa, Paul Heyman, and Jimmy Uso had actually gone to find Jay Uso, so once again, I was just dying. I was like, why are you looking in the arena? Jay Uso isn't playing hide and seek, he's probably at home. When they got back to the locker room, though, Roman went full on gaslighter, because he was like, oh man, I shouldn't have lost my temper with you, I'm really sorry, I'm just under so much pressure right now. I was like, we all are head of the table. Why don't you go sit at a table or something to calm down? But listen, Sola, listen, Jimmy, why don't you go to the bus? The wise man has put a nice spread on. You can have some grub and some foodie wood, but I gotta go to the ring. And he did. As ever, he took about 78 years to get there, but honestly, he is such a super duper star now. It is crazy. And after asking for some acknowledgement and hearing that the fans were chanting Sami Zayn, Ryan was like, oh yeah? Well, I don't wanna talk about him. I want to talk about Cody Rhodes. Now, listen, the audience did react to this, but me personally, they were just reacting to the fact that he was trying to not talk about Sammy. I truly think Cody's going to be fine. Now, as the audience wouldn't shut up, Reigns was like, all right, I will talk about this guy. And when I looked into his eyes at the Royal Rumble, I saw greed. Do not forget, this ties into the test that he did a few months ago, whenever it was, when he told the Usos, I need to look into Sami Zayn's eyes. So don't forget that Roman Reigns has some kind of power here and he's been using it. Reigns was absolutely about to explode at this point when somebody in a hoodie got in the ring and started to beat him up. Now, once again, this was so damn clever because Jay Uso has looked like this time and time again. So just for a split second, you thought, oh my gosh, it is him. But actually it was even better. It was Sami Zayn. Now, Reigns did eventually fight back and he got a chair, but this actually ended with Sami Zayn spearing Roman Reigns, and the reaction to that, it was like we all grew our hair back. He then got in the mic and with all the passion in the world told Roman that he was totally wrong and he never wanted anything from him until now, because come Montreal, he wants a match for the WWE Unified Universal title. So I was just losing it, and given that Jimmy and Sola had then finished their dinner, they came running out to beat the hell out of Sami Zayn. But this actually made it even better, because they trapped him in the turnbuckle, they didn't do this like a promo, so the live crowd couldn't have heard it, much like we did at the Rumble. Instead, Reigns was just shouting into his face, oh yeah, you want to break my family? You want to make my blood? Well, I'm going to do the same to you in Montreal, because you've got your match, and your friends and your family are going to be there, and I'm going to kill you, and your kids and your wife, and everybody else is going to have to watch. I was like, this guy's insane. Everybody was losing at this stage, and so was I, as Roman Reigns finished off SmackDown by standing there with his hand up in the air, and I'm so damn excited for this premium live event. 
and it's only like two weeks away. This road to WrestleMania is just the best thing ever, and I am giving it up. Which also brings us to the end of SmackDown. It totally flew by this week, and surprise, surprise, it is going to get an up. And look, right now, there'll be a video on the screen, and if you click it, you can watch some more What Culture content, including Rampage Ups and Downs, which also goes live on Saturdays. I tell you. It can be a little bit nuts. Also, please do like the video, share the video, and of course, subscribe and leave a comment below and let me know what you are thinking about all this bloodline stuff because there'll be one guy out there that doesn't like it and I would like to hear from you. Also, make sure you follow us on social media. Also, go to whatculture.com, but otherwise, have yourself a lovely little day. I will see you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.